Tēnā koutou i tēnei ahiahi, these are your Radio 1 irirangi kotahi news headlines for Tuesday the 12th of May. Call Bonnie Harrison, tēnei. It has now been three weeks since the last new case of COVID-19 in the Southern District. Numbers have remained steady on 216 since mid-April, with only seven active cases remaining. There are no new cases of COVID-19 across the country today. The total remains at 1,497. Only 90 of these cases are currently active, and 3.5% of the population have now been tested. The government yesterday announced that Aotearoa would progress down to Alert Level 2 at midnight on Thursday. The guidelines for Level 2 allow for people to leave their bubbles with public indoor gatherings of up to 100 people permitted, and private gatherings of up to 10. The Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern stressed that the alert level and its conditions for socialising would be re-evaluated. We will be looking at these restrictions, these remaining restrictions, again in just two weeks' time. And if our numbers continue to look good, the number of people you can socialise with and hold events with will grow. And I do want to signal that. If our numbers are still looking good, we will begin to grow those numbers. The University of Otago will reopen its campus under Alert Level 2. In an email to all students last night, the university announced it would be reopening all libraries, study spaces and other services on Thursday, the first day of Level 2. This grand reopening would be done in compliance with the government's guidelines for activity under Level 2, including social distancing of 2 metres, personal hygiene measures and a strict limit of 100 people in any indoor setting. The university also announced that while some on-campus learning would resume, papers would continue to be completely accessible online. First semester exams would remain online only, the long-awaited exam timetable being promised by the end of this week. It would also be possible for students who left their residential colleges for lockdown to return. OUSA says they are disappointed in the government's tertiary support packages, but won't be making an official statement. The government's recent package was lauded as providing students with devices to access online learning. However, upon closer inspection, students will only be given devices on loan, and they will remain university-owned assets. We spoke to OUSA President Jack Manning about what the package means for students. This is about too little too late. I mean, it's been several weeks since the first um, support package, which was very poorly received by students and denounced by the New Zealand Union of Student Associations, basically. Students were left very much in the dark by the Ministry of Education. Jack Manning was also concerned about the effect the policy would have on tertiary providers. My main issues with something like this um, support package is that it's firstly, it's a very large administrative burden on the tertiary institutions. This has the, uh, the institutions competing against consumers for these devices. However, OUSA would not be taking these issues to the government, preferring to focus on the policy of their parent organisation, NZUSA, in fighting for a universal education income. We're not going to be focusing too much on this package moving forward. We're just going to keep reaffirming our stance for a universal education income alongside NZUSA. Um, We are much more solution-focused right here. We're just trying to push for a universal education income. There are students who can't pay rent right now or are facing increased expenses because they've lost their lost their part-time job or all the um, job opportunities have dried up in the gig economy. 
While the student union may not be taking student issues to the government, Jack Manning says OUSA is still listening to student opinion and feeding it in to the university. We put out a survey quite recently that's had over 1,500 responses from students and it's been incredibly helpful for actually us to get more insights into um, how specific students are doing and how we actually can best reflect uh, what they need to the university. During lockdown, I've been in meetings virtually every day, every weekday with the vice-chancellor and the senior management. We just go into those meetings and we are there for the purpose of student representation. That was OUSA President Jack Manning. That's the news. Now for weather. The Radio, Radio 1, 91 FM weather. We cross now to our Radio 1 weather correspondent, OUSA President for 2019, James Heath. James, how's that weather looking out there? Today is going to be a high of 14 degrees, low of 8 degrees, mostly fine apart from morning cloud. South Wesley's dying out in the morning. On Wednesday, we're going to have a, a high of 14 degrees, low of 8 degrees, fine apart from evening cloud, with northeasterlies developing in the morning. And Thursday, unfortunately, a little bit of rain and some southeast change, mainly fine though with northeasterlies and a high of 17 degrees and a low of 8 degrees Celsius on the 14th of May, Thursday. And are you feeling the cold? I have I have been feeling the cold, Bonnie. It's been quite chilly in my flat because the, the windows are like thin bits of glad wrap. And what's your fun fact for the day? In uh, Today in History. We look back uh, on May the 11th, 1659, when the celebration of the Christmas holiday was made illegal in Massachusetts. The Puritans associated such celebrations with paganism and adultery. That was James Heath with The Weather.